and talking about oneness, it goes right to the obscuring agent, to the tunis. And it says not to, because what it's talking about isn't something, it's talking about us, yeah? So when us, which is the basis of non-duality, seems to be, meaning it's appearing to us that we're identified as a thing, yeah? Now us is now masquerading as two, and it's caught in this movement of subject-object, and then it's projection of called duality. And so the great masters of time saw the situation, and they realized there's no point to start describing what is all the time to what's not, because the what's not will override the proclamation of what is. So let's negate the what's not, and then you'll find out that you are what you've been looking for. Yeah? Mm -hmm. You won't have to hear about your description. You won't, because you're indescribable. This is the whole point. You're indescribable. So all that happens when you hear about what you are from what you're not, you get concepts, which are more, they're dilated more and more and more obscuring. Yeah? And so now you think you know what you are, but from what you're not, which is unbelievable. So this whole thing is, they saw, the, they saw the failedness of that methodology of talking about everything is consciousness and all this and all that, because it's, what's most important is who or what's hearing that, yeah? So if what you're not keeps hearing about what it is, it's the hearing about what it is just reinforces what it's not. You don't, it, it can't get out. Yeah. You're in the orange glasses, everything looks orange. So this whole message, the whole starting point and the complete end point of non-duality is negation. It's just, it's just negating how things seem to be. It's not saying how things are because it knows that which is seeing it this way is going to override whatever it hears. Yeah, and that's why I've learned over time, we do not talk to you, and also the, don't pin the message on me either. Yes, do not pin it on me. If you do, you're missing the whole freaking point. Really, you are. So, the message is I'm, I'm throwing it over your head. Yeah, because I know hmm, it, you're like the. You know, you ever see the movie uh, Star Wars? They have that Death Star and that they send tons of battle planes after it, and it's shooting them down, pa 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 But then one just gets in and gets to the main engine, and he blows up the whole Death Star. So in this case, we're looking at mind, big mind, yeah? Imagery, don't, I'm not, it's not a fucking egg, but I'm going to talk of it as it's an egg. So there's a big egg, so to speak, of mind, and what this, what a message is, is like spiritual sperm, yeah? You're releasing a lot of information to overwhelm the system because we're not going to take a break where you, oh, let's all go into a deep, no, because the mental state will regroup and fucking be you again. So, so we're throwing over your head and all I care about, I don't care. See, because you'll go, oh, I think I got it, but then there'll be more because we overwhelm the system with the hopes that one sperm gets through, hits the mother egg, which is us, raw mind, R-A-W, and what happens? The mother egg goes, hey, I may not be that. Yeah? Yeah. All the pointing, there was no moon that was being pointed at. I'm what, it's all the pointing has been pointing to me, 
so that I would believe the assumption that I'm this long-lasting, independent, separate entity. Yeah? So I will lose myself, and I'll find myself as a thing, so to speak. Yeah? So thing goes in there, and the mind goes, hey, I may not be that. This happened to me. Of course, I didn't see the fucking mother egg, but, you know, <laughs> and I wasn't shooting sperm word coming. But, uh, but it hit it, right? And then it went, hey, you may not be that. Then the next possibility immediately showed up, which is I can be free from it. Yeah? I can be free from an imaginary thing. I'm inherently free from an imaginary thing. And so as soon as I saw I can be free from it, yeah, it told me in a flash, since I've been six years old, I've, have been, I've been trying to get out of self as self. I've been trying to be free from that which I want to be free from. I've been trying to be free as that. There's been an identification as one I'm not that became the reference point that heard everything I ever heard about, even beautiful descriptions of what I am, was denuded by hearing it as one I'm not. So the whole point is to see what you're not, yes? And you'll find out what you are. Instead of looking for what you are from what you're not, you'll see what you're not from what you are. That's the shift. Simple. Yeah? And if the shift happens, and there's still too much interest in what you're not, It'll seem to shift back, but one time, maybe 50.001% of the stock will move over to here. Bammo. Yes? Now you get established in that which you were sincerely hoping to arrive and stay at. You'll be established there. Yes? Established. Mm. So then what happens? So now something has been corrected. Now what you hear if you go to some spiritual talks, you're going to hear warnings about how the mental state's going to regroup and reappear as you constantly. Yeah? It's going to, as soon as, as, soon as consciousness brings us to, into contact with something, the mental state arises and says, I'm the one who's in contact. That's what it does. And the I is represented as a body. So when, how you picture all the talking at you, yeah, the memories, the thought system, all of that, all of those systems present you as a body all day. It's very easy to slip into that glove and forget that you're the hand and live as if you're the glove and allow the glove to interpret life. To what? To the glove. And you'll be totally, totally missing the point that you are what you've been looking for. And you'll be looking and looking and looking and looking with the hope of finding. But all you find is you looking all day. So this is a simple, simple, simple invitation. But then I learned if it wasn't enough just to share this. You have to become like an ear doctor. You have to see how the mental state hears this message and neuters it. And one of the easiest pictures is, is, is the famous Lion and the Sheep story, which I have a lot of different additions to, but I'll try to stick with the basic one. And so there's this lion, this mother lion and a cub, yes? And the mother, they're just roaming around the savannah, and the mother lion gets killed by some fucking rhino or something, right? Now, the, the baby lion is now orphaned. It doesn't know what's going on. It really doesn't have a sense of 
being a lion or anything, you know, it was totally dependent on the mother. So it's walking around and it comes upon this flock of uh, sheep. Now the sheep know it's a lion, so they get a little worried when it's moving towards them, but they quickly realize it doesn't have a clue what it is. And he, it ingratiates itself into the flock and it starts trying to chew cud and it's listening to people who's worried about being the next sweater next year, and, you know, and they, they're curling his hair and shit like that. And, you know, he's got some tendencies that seem to be antisocial in the sheep world, fucking ripping things apart. But, you know, he's, he's doing the best he can as a sheep. It's feeling a malaise, like in Buddhism they would call it dukkha, this, this vague suffering, because it's taken itself to be something it ain't. Of course that's going to be an irritant. Yeah, so, so there it is. And then he, you know, he becomes like a sheep elder, really. And he meets a sheep woman, and they have kids, and they look a little strange, so they get <laughs> rationalized away. Nobody's fucking even the wiser. And then he goes on and on, and after about 10 years, he's leading the flock, and they're chewing cud. And then this old lion comes down, sees the sheep, and runs towards the sheep, yeah? And, it's, and then it's running, and it sees this other lion, in his corner of sight, and he thinks it's joining the hunt, but then it realizes the lion's running with the sheep. So it veers off, jumps on the other lion, the other lion rolls over and says, oh, Mr. Lion, please don't eat me, I'm just a humble sheep. Now the old lion's a little perplexed, grabs the young lion, brings it both over to the water hole, they sticks the head out, the young lion sees their reflection, spammo, realizes it's a fucking lion. Yes? And so the old lion goes raw, the young lion doesn't have to take three months of roaring lessons, it roars. It has never roared in its life, but that doesn't mean it didn't have the ability to roar. Yeah? And it doesn't matter how long it took itself to be a sheep, it took absolutely no time at all to realize it was a lion. No time at all. It's a sudden whack, yes? That's exactly what it can be like. Because it was never a sheep. No matter how much it thought it was a sheep, no matter how much other people thought it was a sheep, no matter how many years, it wasn't a sheep. It's always been a lion. So this is the dilemma, though, here. Because the message is, hey, you're a lion, yeah? And so maybe you like it. You go, hey, I like this message. And here it comes, and you're going, yeah, and then, no, you're a lion, you're a lion, you're a lion. And I can be like a foot away, it still doesn't matter. You're a lion, you're a lion. And then it hits these ears, and these ears are conformed into sheep ears. And what it hears is, I can become like a lion. That's not the message of non-duality. The message of non-duality is not about becoming fucking anything. It isn't. That's a path. Non-duality is not a path. Non-duality is what illuminates whatever path you are on, but it is not a path of illumination. It is illumination itself, in my sense. Yeah, to me, it's a fact. Okay? So, all right. So, okay, you're a lion, you're a lion. You would think, if it's a lion, that it wouldn't be much trouble to get the message across. I should have just done one tour, never go back to Hoboken or fucking Newark, or I'd love to go to Hawaii, but no, they, you know, the other people go there. All these fucking, and then you would think, you would, everyone got it, you're a lion, you're a lion, you're a lion, you're a lion. Because basically you are already, but the obscuring agent of the identification as a sheep is basically claiming to be the sheep, and it overrides the sense of lion, yeah? 
So what you need to negate is, are you a sheep? Not that hearing about you're a lion, are you a sheep? So in this case, you don't study what you are, you study what you're not. You understand what you're not. You're experiencing what you're not all day. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Because you can't study what you are. You can't understand what you are. You can't experience what you are. You're relegated to one possibility, which is being it. That's it. Yes. This is the one thing. Non-duality cannot be seen as any other topic because every other topic is about something other than us. In this case, the topic is us. You can't apply study to what you are. You can apply study to what you're not with the hopes that you'll see you're not that and then get a sense of what you are. Yeah. And so I feel there's a fundamental kink or aberration where we're looking for what an idea of us, but premised on looking from what we're not. Believing we're the sheep all the while, and so when I'm feeling like I'm a sheep, and I let's say I run into a book about lions, and as a sheep I go, oh, I'd like to have some qualities of a lion. Kick your ass, don't take any shit. No one's gonna shear meat next year, fucking <laughs> motherfucker. You know, it's, to a sheep it seems attractive. So now, all right, the sheep's and he shares the idea of lying to other people, other sheep, and a couple of sheep get together. Yeah. I want to become like a lion. So they find some pictures of lions. They get a nice room like this, beautiful frames, put those lion pictures up, get some candles. They meet on Saturdays and, oh, yes, Leo, the, whatever, you know, the whatever, the box, Wheaties, whatever. Oh, yeah. And then they're having roaring lessons and, you know, growing their fucking hooves, or, you know, shopping them and, you know, straightening their hair. And Norman, Norman the sheep's going to Bob the sheep. You're sounding like a lion. Bah, bah. You know, it's barring, but roaring. You know? So the whole point, it's very noble to the sheep in his little niche for a sheep to want to become like a lion. Yeah? But the fact is, if you're a lion, yes, if you're a lion, the desire to become a lion as a sheep is probably the greatest way to hide the fact that you're a lion to itself. Yes, I'm just humbly saying. And there's a great master, Ramana Maharshi. He says there's a presupposing and this is in a lot of his teachings, yeah? He, didn't, he wrote some in, in his own dialect, but most of his, his teachings are written by other people, like followers of his. And his teachings are very clear, and this statement said in a lot of different ways, but it's usually prefaced with the problem or the greatest mystery. So there's an incredible emphasis on it, yeah? And it says, all right, there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing. Yes, right? Have you seen someone you know dead? I did. I've seen it a couple of times, but the first one when I was nine, when I saw my Uncle Fred dead in the casket, I saw, I said, that ain't Uncle Fred. Yeah, because the body was there, but the animation wasn't. And I was mistaken the animation as the body because I was in the act of being identified as the body, not the animation. Yes, obviously. So the fact is, when I saw Uncle Fred totally inert, I said, that ain't Uncle Fred. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? So this is the mistake in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a presupposing a non-existent thing. So without animation, this is not existing, yes? Yeah. The presupposing of a non-existent thing that wants to get salvation for the non-existent thing, of course, yeah. If, you're, if the non-existent thing thinks it's existing, that's going to produce an angst right there, and that's going to motivate seeking, and maybe the seeking will culminate in wanting salvation, but it's all premised on a mistake, so you want to get salvation for the non-existent thing, instead of the inherent salvation that's available from the non-existent thing, because it doesn't exist. <laughs> you don't have to go back and kill it, or it's not coming back. It never was there. It was, you're the hand that was in the animated glove, yeah? When the hand pulls out, the glove ain't animated. It's not going to strangle you or come back from the dead, because it's never been alive. It's us. We're in the act of being identified. We're giving it all the, all the meaning it has. If that pulls out, this thing has momentum, maybe 80 years. It'll keep flaying out. <laughs> but now, the engine of it has been pulled out, you know, so it just slowly, and then it just fades away, as if it had never even been here, because it hasn't really. You know, it hasn't, truly. So, all right, so there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing, Paul, that wants to get salvation for Paul. All right, now if, this, if, if Paul the sheep wants to get salvation for Paul the sheep, and the salvation is represented as Paul the lion, it's going to be very difficult as Paul the sheep to try to get what it already has, which is salvation, because as the lion, yeah? So... It says, all right, if this is the case, your spiritual practices themselves, this is, a, this is cool to hear, your spiritual practices themselves will be, will be reinforcing the non-existent thing. How can they destroy the non-existent thing? This is one of the first Chinese stunt torches that are explained. Because you go in as a novice, very sincere into spiritual seeking, and you fall into a lot of fucking holes. And you wonder first, that usually you blame it on you and stuff like that. But the masters come along and they try to explain the common pitfalls. And common pitfall is that which you're not is, is arising so quickly in time that anything that you do in time isn't going to get before it. So when you're meditating, the mental state is claiming the meditation to imply the meditator. Yeah. You're not going to meditate yourself out of the meditator. The meditation is a process that you, quote-unquote, as the meditator is trying to do. You've already lost the gunfight. Yeah? The only thing that can beat the process of selfing, arising, because it maybe takes less than two seconds or four seconds, there's no process can beat that, but of timelessness there is. And you are inherently not of time. Yeah. So in timelessness... The gunslinger of time can never win because the timelessness, the gun's out at all times. It never loses. So if you see what you're not from what you are, the whole show gets diffused, yeah? Because you're prior to everything. Nothing is there seeing what's seen. You are it. In, in AA, we say false evidence is appearing real. Fear, all right? 
false evidence appearing real, and then it's translated as the narration mostly all the day. Yeah? How could false evidence appear real unless it appeared real to what's real? We are reality. Yeah? We are reality. Do the thoughts, are the thoughts playing out here to others? No. The whole narration is for one audience, us. It's attempting to convince us of something all fucking day. It can't do it with the this time, so it says, well, I was Paul. I was this non-existent thing. Well, look at all these pictures I have of Paul. Look at all the memories. And I'm going to be Paul. Or who the hell would be worrying about an imaginary person? So, no, I'm going to be Paul. And therefore, I am Paul. Yeah, that's how it gets there. It doesn't have its own I am. It's, it's, it's remembered. I was, I will be, therefore I am. It's just, a, it's just a movement in time. The whole magic trick is time. Yeah? Presupposing. So the supposing of you is presupposed. So when conscious contact, you can see it. Conscious contact, seeing right now. Yeah? So they're seeing you. Yes? Now, when there's a, they're seeing you, and then there's a mental process that says it's I'm the one who's seeing you. This. So suddenly... The seeing gets claimed by the mental state, and it's used to imply the seer. Yeah? So all day, I see tons of different yous, but the seer is always the same. One seer, all the seen. One hearer, all the heard. One feeler, all the felt. One doer of all, this, of all the actions out of here. Yes? One, 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 one. So the claiming of what's happening to imply the one is the movement, yeah? And so what happens is the conscious contact occurs, the mental state comes after, and then it presupposes its idea of being the seer before. That's the fucking movement. That's what Ramana captured. He says there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing, yeah? That, so how, what happens? The non-existent thing is taken to be existent. How does it get reinforced? It's taken itself to be the seer, the hearer, the doer, the thinker, the feeler. So that which comes after the idea of you is now the before. And so for it to be before, what's before has to be fucking forgotten. Yes? Yes. And you don't know, man... Time, you can, you can understand time through observation. You'll feel it. It's like a dry current, yeah? You'll feel, fear, you'll feel this movement constantly pushing you from each moment to a next moment. It's slavery, truly, truly slavery. And here it goes, is all day, it's like this. Here's a bottle. Everyone sees it. The mental state uses the bottle that everyone sees, and it says, my bottle. So now the bottle is used to point to the owner of the bottle. Yes? Thoughts. My thoughts. All the thoughts are used to point to the thinker. Feeling. My feelings. All the feelings are used to point to the feeler. This is the bondage of self. That's the bondage of self. You take yourself to be a doer of so much shit you have nothing to do with, really. Yeah? So it's a robbery in a sense. But see, you're the thief and the policeman. You play every role. Yeah. The problem with this is when you catch the thief, you call it me. Yeah. You don't see it as other. 
If you saw it as other, there would, by seeing what you're not, there's a sense of what you are. When you see what you're not, you get a sense of what you are. You can't get a sense of what you are any other way because you can't see it. Right. You it's can't feel it. It's, a, yeah. it's, a, it's like a bumper shot, sh- sh- shot in pool. I can't hit the cue ball straight on or the eight ball. I have to go ding, ding, ding. Yeah. So by seeing what I'm not, that's what I am, in a sense. I am the seeing of what I'm not. Yeah. Beautiful. As Huang Po said, whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. So all of this is not what's perceiving. So this is, I am seeing what I'm not. I'm seeing all that I'm not. And in that seeing it, I get a sense of what I am. Yeah. Beautiful. Really. And when you say all that you're not, it's like just what's at zero from yourself, right? Like what's here? All this, everything that can be perceived cannot be perceiving. Yes? So everything that can be perceived is an appearance of that which is perceiving. Yes? Yes. So that which is perceiving is dreaming appearances of itself and is perceiving them seemingly from the dreamt and therefore the dreamt takes the perceiving or the dreaming real. Yes? Yes. From the dreaming, you would see it as dreaming. From the dreamt, you see it as reality. Yeah? Now what happens is, we come to a talk like this, and then people hear that you're the dreaming, and they think it's the dreamt that's the dreaming. The fucking nudist the whole message again. Because then the dreamt thinks, I want 500 Cadillacs, new joints, tons of money, you know, I want to live the secret, the law of attraction, all this stuff. This is all coming from this idea of the dreamt entertaining that it's the dreaming. No, you see the dreamt from the dreaming. Yeah? For the dreamt to hear that it's dreaming, it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't. For the dreamt to hear it doesn't have self-will, doesn't go anywhere. The, the individuality feels like it has self-will. It's just that fucking sense. You know what I mean? It can fool itself. I'm going to have a, you know, a mocha and then get there and get a soy latte. See? I, you know. I have free will. It's pointless to talk about it. Yeah? Because let's say if we went to a, a three-day retreat to chant, we're not a body. The only thing that's going to do that is a body. <laughs> Seriously. And so all the chanting, I'm not a body, is reinforcing the idea of being a body. That's the dilemma, yeah? That's the thumb torture. If you don't see it, you're going to be looking from its effects. Seriously. Yeah, that's why after this sort of happened with me, it's always been happening, but when, with this seat assignment, I stopped. This was, I never leave at this point because it's pointless to go anywhere else without this being clear, seriously. And you can repeat it over and over and over again, say it in thousands of different ways. Yeah, yeah, come on. Thousands of different ways. You can, it's like you can saute you know, cod, you can grill cod, you can sushi cod, but it's all cod. It's all the same fish. So you're just basically, because I'm talking to what you are. And all what you are needs really is to start getting a sense of what it's not. So maybe it will lose interest in what it's not and gain interest in what it is. And that's what you call the abidance in the truth. Yeah? If it's in what you're not, it's called the it's called the uh, the anxiety that's being made out of what's not happening all day. It's the same energy, but what it's put in makes all the difference. Yeah, yeah. 
And now who gets the benefit of this entertaining? That which you're not. That's amazing, isn't it? The action figure, the action figure, Paul, I could categorize what's happened to it since this thing has, this idea has been entertained as traveling lighter for about 20 something years, yeah? Now, it didn't, it didn't look like the way I hoped traveling lighter would look like. Everything's great, you know, fucking fantastic. No, it, what it did was, whatever life had in store for me as the action figure, I traveled lighter through it. And after years of that, I came to a conclusion, what more do you want, really? Yeah? This is not the chariot of the gods. This is not <laughs> transcending anyone. It really isn't. It has its limitations. Maybe it can have the sense of surrender and compassion. They're very high levels. But it's not, you know... <laughs> I can just say what's true to me, yeah? I've seen something, that's all. I've seen it. I've seen what I'm not. I've seen all the pointing, but there's no moon there. I make the leap into being the moon. The pointing, all the mental pointing is to me as what I am. So I'll believe that I'm something else. And so far it seems to work for maybe 60, 70 years. But every night you go to sleep and you forget it as if it never happened. And I'm sure that's going to be the case when this passes away. This will be seen as it never even happened. Because it hasn't really. What you are hasn't moved or been affected. It's really like that, that image of the sky, you know. Today was a beautiful example. Incredible sky. You know, let's say thousands of clouds go through it. Or maybe three clouds go through it. Tons of planes. Fourth of July explosions, but no effects ever occur in the sky, right? The sky doesn't get cut open with explosions, does it? The plane never calls the tower, says it ran into a big chunk of sky, does it? It can have 8,000 clouds, it's not like a traffic fucking thing, you know? It can hold whatever appears in it, yet, just like mind, the sky allows everything to appear in it, yet it's not affected by any of the appearances. Why not allow a little of that here? The only way it can come or appear here is through us. We're not going to get it out here. It's not available. We bring it here. We are that which we're looking for. Let some of that come through and realize this is not a cause. It's an expression. That's what this does. This can, this has, it's an expression and it's, and there's also an observational quality, but there's no cause in it whatsoever. Yeah. The language constantly, constantly, constantly is calling you the doer, the thinker, the haver, the loser. It's a hypnotist you're living with all day. Yeah. There's an inherent awakeness right underneath our nose. You can seem to be awake to that fact. In other words, it can appear to what is awake that it's awake, or it can appear to what is awake that it's not awake. But it doesn't change the fact that we're awake. Yeah? In time, that which is awake can seem not to be awake. Not being awake can appear to be true to it. If it keeps listening to this all freaking day, for sure, it's a possibility. But does it change the fact that you're awake? No. 
yet we're inherently what we are, untouched by anything what we're not comes up with. Get that through. So you won't see the mental state, all it wants is relevance. It wants to be able to be the one blocking you off from the sunlight of the spirit. It doesn't have that power. Yeah. Here's the clouds. If you're situated here and there's the sun and there's the clouds, the clouds now have a power to block you off from the sun. But if you are on the sun side and the clouds are still there, do they have that power to block you off from the sun? Exactly. That's the whole point. Yeah? From one position, being identified as what we're not, a lot of things seem to be able to obscure us cause us to forget what we are, lose the plot, all this. All of that is manufactured by a set position. It's false. You have never left the side of the sun, ever. Yeah? Clouds appear, thoughts appear, actions occur, feelings arise. All of that does it. But why, does, why do we give it the ability to imply that there's a someone? That's all made up. Everything is verbing. Everything is verbing. The mental state claims the verbing, the verb, you know, the verbing to imply a noun. And then suddenly it presupposes the noun, and the noun thinks it's doing the verbing. That's exactly what's happening. You see it? There's verbing. Verbing. There's a statement we use called selfing. Yeah, because I don't believe there's a self, but I believe there's selfing for sure. And so selfing is what the mental processes are used to do, which is they're in the act of being identified as a self. Now, it's not like the verb, the act of being identified with the noun self. It's a whole verb. The act of being identified as a self is a whole verb called selfing, yes? So... If you go into any, if you go into memories, if you go into the thought system, if you go into the narration, if you go into perceptions, you will always find it in the act of being identified as a self. Yes? So this is what happens. So what occurs is things happen, the mental state arises and, and implies or uses those things to imply it's happening to you. Yeah? So suddenly the verb implies the noun, and then the noun is presupposed before all the verbs. See? I've seen it. A guy came to see me in L.A. Perfect example. He knows me. So he says, all right, Paul, uh, let's call selfing Pauling, and let's say, all right, so on a bad day, how much is Paul Pauling? See, Pauling 80%, 90%, you know? And on a good day, how much is Paul pawing? Like 10%? And he went on and on and on and on. I said, no, you're missing the whole point. There's pawing that implies a Paul. You've already shown, you were the illustration of the fucking textbook. You suddenly took the whole story to mean Paul was doing the pawing. The pawing was used to imply the Paul. The action is claimed to imply the one who did the act. Yeah. So the emphasis of the whole narration is on the false noun. That's the presupposing of Ramana's statement. There's a supposing of a noun, and it's presupposed. It comes from the claiming of the verb. Everything is verbing. All there is is verbing. All there is is being. Yeah? The mental state claims the being to imply there's a being, a being. Yes? Actions imply an actor. 
Seeing implies a seer. You didn't have that when you were a baby. You grew into it. When you were a baby, if you weren't in an abusive situation, there was just seeing, hearing, feeling, take, you were taking shits, you know, fucking happy as hell, everything, yes? None, there, was no, there was no sense the mental state hadn't developed enough to claim the verbing. But once it did, pin that little title on that poor kid, and then the my comes in and all this shit. It's just, a, it, you can watch the building of selfing completely. And what's the most attractive thing? You have a beautiful woman with $30,000 worth of clothing, $30,000 of plastic surgery, and then someone brings in a six-month-old baby, everyone goes to the baby, because no one's home. The baby is just... So there is a solution in AA, yes, completely. The fr really, the freedom is prior to bondage. See, this is what I humbly believe. People are trying to get into the moment based on an insane idea that they could be out of the moment. I do not believe any of us have ever been out of any moment we've been in, ever. Yeah? This whole idea of getting into the moment is just a re reinforcement of this insane idea the mental state provides us, which is you're out of the moment. You're fucking out of the moment. So we're trying to get into what we can't be out of, and then in recovery, we're trying to get out of self, which we can't be in. It's like a bizarro move. So, and the thing is, it is. We start at which comes after. We start at, as the noun instead of feeling the living of the verb. We've got the nuded interpretation of the verbing from an imaginary noun's point of view. So you lose the sense of life is happening and you get an interpretation, life's happening to me. I heard this, it's been an unspoken yes, it's never stopped reverberating. And here in this place, it has become the last answer, which is a fucking great answer because it negates all need for any other answers concerning this topic. Yes? It's worthy of the name solution because it did, what it reveals is there's no real problem, so there's no need for a solution. It's the lightest way to go. You don't have to have a special little compartment for the solution. There's no need. You are that, what you're looking for. You are that, what you're looking for. What's looking is what you're looking for. St. Francis says, the seeker is the sort. You can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. You can't use mind to seek mind. You can't use light to seek light. Why would a master say that to Steve, Mary, Sue, and Joe unless they were the Buddha? The Buddha, a.k.a. Mary, right? Mary's thinking it's hearing the message. Hey, I can't use the Buddha. No, the message is to the Buddha. Hey, Buddha, you can't use yourself to find yourself. That's pretty damn clear, yes? What obscures it is when you think you're hearing the message. The message isn't for you. You've been served the spiritual subpoena and just fucking go to the court date. Yeah, yeah and you'll be surprised because you won't go to the court of the mind. You've been convicted there already. Most people are just living out a sentence. You feel you've done something that's unforgivable, I'm sure, and you're suffering from that. We're all in little prison sentences. 
You go to the court of light where all your seeming transgressions are null and voided. And the urban renewal project of constantly working on what you're not gets fucking canceled. And that budget goes to like now, where here. Yeah? Yes. And then you know what the word enough means. Yeah? Like, I, I stretch, I have to, yeah? I try to swim when I can, yes? <laughs> I try to, you know, the body attempts to maintain itself. But if you're doing like 16 hours of something, you're thinking you're going somewhere with the body, and you're not. <laughs> so, you're not gonna... <laughs> Look at epiphanies. You ever see epiphanies? Ever have them? It's like a big intervention in your life. It's funny, if you watch, if you ever have another one, watch when it seems to end. It usually coincides with the thought, I'm having an epiphany. <laughs> See, you got disrupted and then it regrouped, claimed the epiphany, and now it's fucking neutered. Now you go put it on your spiritual big game hunter mantle and then you call up you know 800 epiphany and you see did anyone uh anyone report a big epiphany i had a big one seven hours in bali also under a waterfall and i have two witnesses fucking yes you know. then you become you know an epiphany fucking collector you're not spiritual awakening has nothing to do with spiritual experience you're inherently fucking awake They're like icings on the cake. Yeah. But you know, you pass on the cake also. You pass on experience. You pass on everything that comes and goes when it comes at which is always available at all times. You see the true value in what's truly reliable, something that never comes and never goes. You lose interest in fucking experiences. It's an addiction in itself, it can be. And spiritual addiction arises also. See, spiritual addiction is even worse than drug addiction because there's no interventions. No one's going to come to this meeting and say, you've had enough meetings. Come on, let's go. They'll let you pay $100,000 for retreats, sign up for the 34th one, they'll just keep on letting you fucking show up. Yeah, yeah. You've got to rely somewhere in, somewhere in you, somewhere. You're the authority, not here. Let's call it the innermost. There's something in you that knows before all fucking knowing. Yeah? Do not lend that to someone else. Do not put it in, onto them as a way of hiding it in you. Yeah? You have a gut. You know what's so. And then put, the, you know, respond accordingly. Fucking honor the invitation, honor, honor, honor the gift, yeah? You never get chipped, you're awake all the time, sleeping fucking all day, you know? You don't believe you can be out of a moment, you don't believe you gotta get out of anything. You're just here, completely here, yeah? That makes you of service. Being present and available makes you of service of service, not doing service, which is great, but of service. You know, present and available, that's our inherent condition, like it or not. Yeah. So, any questions? <clears throat> yes? What if the self has been trapped?
traumatized? Like, what if you come from a lot of trauma and the self is very attached to that story so much that you can't... We'll get the help get you need. It's not the self, again, it's the mental states. Well, but get the, if you, see, if you need to do something, you better do it. Because you're the dreaming of this dreaming. Yeah? You know what I mean? If you set up a requirement, you better fulfill that requirement. But then again, if there's no requirements necessary, then for you to make up requirements is unnecessary. Yes? And not everyone, I've had huge amount of fucking trauma physically. I got run over twice in one night. That takes, that's hard to do, you know, even if you set out to do it. I've had 16 operations. I've been, I've had people in this body for 17 hours at a time. Mm, you know? This seems to be useful for whatever's using it. So, I mean, but if you're called on to take care of something as the action figure, you better do it. Yeah? You feel like you gotta meditate, you better meditate until you feel like you don't have to. Yeah? Do you know what I mean? So take care of what isn't take care. It's like rendering unto Caesar's what Caesar's. In as this body, you're in Rome, you know. And so you do what you, what Romans do. Take care of it if it seems to have the ability to obscure something. But then again, not everyone who goes through trauma has to have all that work. And it's also chasing talking about too you can just chase that feeling better or that letting go of what's happened in the past and just never let it go like never actually have a solution just continue to try to work on something and then just be even more aligned with what I'm trying to work on yes that's a dilemma because uh, we don't know the power that we are so you know, the observation distorts the observe. So let's say you get through all your family of origin stuff, and then your head will make up a family of origin in Mars, and then you'll fucking have other shit to come through. Yes? Yeah. It doesn't mean, see, that this is the trip. It's not, you see the activity of the head. Yeah? So it's not really what you're doing that causes something to be a spiritual addiction. It's the sense of the doer of it, yeah? So, uh, it's not stopping doing. It's just whatever, whatever is happening and doing in your life, you can just use that as, well, who is that doer of it, yeah? Because the meaning of what you're doing isn't coming from what you're doing, it's coming from the doer. You might as well get clear of what's happening here. The Course in Miracles, very basically, minds projecting, yes? And then we, we, perceive, we perceive. So there's, there's projection and then perception. So the dreaming is projecting. Then when it takes itself to be the dreamt, it's, per, it's perceiving. It's perceiving what's being dreamt as real. Because from here, you don't want to try to convince this, what's happening. Go to that. Talk to the dreaming about the dreaming. And then there'll be some kind of, yeah. Yes? 50.1%. Yes, because the dreamt, the dreamt, is, its source code keeps it quite limited. Yeah? yeah? Being, see, just when you're identified as what you're not, you're trying to be free as it. 
the possibility of freedom is severely limited by the identification as what you're not. You're trying to get better as that. Yes? So, you see? And also, that what you're not is based in time. So now your hopes about being okay, or I will be okay, or memory, I was once okay. Everything gets hidden, gets mutated through time and shit, yeah? So the limitation itself, I saw it in the flash. Since I was six years old until that moment it happened, I saw that most of the theme of my life was I was trying to get out of me as me. That was why it was failing completely. There's no me to get out of. So the, my wanting to get out of me was, it's sort of like me running away from the shadow was casting a bigger shadow. The more I wanted to move away, the larger the shadow was. And I never realized why I had anything to do with it. <laughs> I had, it's like this thing in a, it's like this thing in, in, in oh yeah. I like to live dangerously. <laughs> this, this, uh, Oh, I woke up. You know, <laughs> then you come back here a week from now and then have to think fall and hit your head and think you're going to wake up. <laughs> In recovery, I swear, the action figure was avoiding shit my whole life. If my arm, right arm was bleeding, I just looked left all day. I just fucking would not deal with shit. Yeah. And I was busily making shit unreal. That seemed so real. Came in recovery. Everything got a chance to land. All this shit that I've been making as unreal as I could, because I was afraid of how real it was, it, I let it land. I didn't. It just landed, and it revealed that it's unreal. I was making it as real as it, want, as it could be by trying to make it unreal. Yes? You've got to get this cosmic joke, or you're going to be the butt of it for a long time. <laughs> yeah, really. You have to see... Your own interest is the biggest obscuring agent. Because it's not, see, the, the great news is, the, and yet it's not you. That's the great news. This is not about gaining interest. It's really about losing interest in something. Yeah. So that interest, like we say in AA, you'll lose interest in self. That doesn't mean you lose interest in you. You lose interest in self, which is what you're not, and you'll gain interest in others, yeah? So that's the beauty of it. So it's sort of like if you, if you try to lose interest, that would be interest, yeah? Don't you see? And in AA, we have that statement, you've got to quit playing God, which is the, one of the greatest statements in AA, probably the mo biggest unspoken step. It says you've got to quit playing God. It doesn't work, yeah? All right, so what I'm saying is the head is playing God. Yeah? That thing that says in, when you wake up in the morning and how the day's going to be, that's God playing. Yeah? When it tells you how you're, you're never going to be loved or you're not lovable, that's God playing. Yeah? So, all right, so here's this thing that's playing God. And then the, the advice is you've got to quit playing God. It doesn't work. All right? So let's say that which is playing God hears that. And so now that which is playing God tries to quit playing God, that's playing God. <laughs> Ad infinitum. How are you going to get out of it? So how do you get out of it? You see you're not that which is playing God. That's how you get out of it. So God, in a sense, takes back its interest 
out of that which is playing God. Mm. Yeah. So God goes, <laughs> sucks the juice, and now the juice gets distributed where? Here, when, now. Yeah. And that, so that, that all that energy and interest that was enslaving you to yesterday and tomorrow up in one's head is now enriching your fucking Tuesday night. Yeah, it's the same energy. Really, it's energy is just energy. It's neutral, but it's going to manifest by the what vehicle it's put in. If you put faith in the thought system, it produces tons of anxiety. Most people are suffering from the effects of what's not happening. Really, if you see it, we're really miracle workers. We're, we're making shit out of nothing all day. The head is, we're not. The head is, isn't it? Look at the head. It, it's, it's, it can't escape now, but what it does, it distracts itself in now by having this idea of past and future, which it dwells on completely. Yes? Because it remembers you as a body in the past, and it remembers you by worrying about you as a body in the future, and it remembers you now by remembering you there and then. That's why it's so occupied in what's not happening, because it's trying to distract what is happening, yeah? So that he can disperse what's happening into what's not happening. So then something that's impossible can seem to be happening. That which is what's, what's happening is forgetting what it is. Yes? It's a lot of fucking huffing and puffing. <laughs> it seriously is. Um, that seems clear, the preoccupation of future past is enough, just a thinking mm -hmm. thing. Um, but also that seems futile as well to try to be in the moment, because that becomes a manifestation of the mind as yes, well. Yes, exactly. So what's left to do? <laughs> like it just seems like B? it's just playing yeah. it. B, maybe? Out. Yeah. I mean, Why don't you, what's beautiful is go right there, what's left to do. You'll find out. Yeah? And you'll do it lightly. You will. You see, it's not about, we're saying this stuff not to try to change it, but just see that you're not that. Yes, that's all. I'm trying to describe all that implies what I'm not so that you'll entertain I'm not that. Because the interest isn't about yesterday and tomorrow. It's about you in yesterday and tomorrow. Where the, where the, it's like in recovery, they say we manufacture our own misery. I don't believe that. I say we are the facility that something manufactures misery in. We're like the factory that this parasitical movement uses to manufacture its fucking product of misery. I don't like the statement, we manufacture our misery. That would be owning shit we have nothing to do with, really. And I really, to me, the whole thing of relief is seeing it as other. Yeah? Yes. Seeing it as other. Because if the act of identification is the obscuring agent, then seeing that which you're taking yourself to be you as other is the way you can see through it, tell you the truth. Yeah? Yeah. So we're just describing what, where, what you're not. Finds its relevance in what we're not. 
yeah, in time, in yesterday and tomorrow. It has to be remembered. It's not here. Yeah? It doesn't exist. So it's, it's underlying fear is just that. It's totally petrified of its non-existence. So it's constantly, constantly in the, in the remembrance of itself. Yeah? And when there's those big gaps where there are many during the day, it, it will tend to forget them like that. You look at what the mental state does. You have a miracle at 11, it forgets it by 12. And yet you're carrying around a resentment of 40 years that never even happened. you got to see its bias is way off, yeah? <laughs> Why would you want that to be the theme setter of today? Is there a point where you intellectually understand absolutely it to be true, but yet it just plays? For sure. The, the... Most definitely, because it's like blood getting pumped. It's going to keep happening. <laughs> you're not that. Don't wait for it to, de to define the possibility that's available. Again, we're giving it relevance it doesn't deserve. Once again, in a subtle way, we're saying it has the ability to obscure us from what we are. It doesn't, yes? It will continue to go on, but the difference will be, instead of listening to it, you'll be hearing it, yeah? Because consciousness is there, there's hearing of it, but the le the, there'll be a lack of listening that will become very, very profound, yes? And therefore, you'll be hearing something else other than thought, yes? Yes. Hearing is going to happen. Listening is something else, yes? Listening is an interest that ha it has something to do with you. The, the, the little, the little uh, presupposing has been spun, so to speak, yes? Yeah. yeah. You'll know it. See, when you, if I had a, like a rash, and I believe that was psoriasis, so of course I buy a quart of psoriasis ointment, and I put it on, and I want to be right, it doesn't seem to be working, but so I keep putting more on, more on, and I'm thinking, oh, I think it's getting better, but it's fucking not, yeah? And then I finally give up, and I buy some tins, and I finally put one on, and it removes it, then I read what it was for, eczema, so now I know what I was suffering from, by the relief from it, Yes? You'll know what you're suffering from by the relief. You'll see what you're not. You'll see it's rooted in the act of being identified. That is the, that is the bondage of self. Yeah? It's the bondage of self is a seemingly so. Yeah? That's assumed to be authentically, historically correct by the mental state, really. It's all assumption and supposing, but its authority, it'll sound like it's full, it's full of fucking shit, but it'll be up there like a crow fucking roostering or whatever. Yeah, a crow roostering? Roostering crowing or whatever. Yeah, it's funny. It is. I can give you a very simple example. All right, here's just, let's say, consciousness, yeah, whatever, on this. And then there's, the mental state is chumming on the surface, throwing like, you know, when you chum to fish, you throw shit at meat and blood and everything. All right, so let's say you're a loser, you're never going to be loved. Oh, that one thing you did, you fucking should never have done that. You know, you're on that hook for the rest of the time. So it's chumming, and then it draws an attention, so consciousness arises, comes up to the fish, to the bait, bites the bait. And immediately as it bites the bait, it feels like a fish, yeah? And not only that, 
it's projected to be a historical fish and a future fish, just like that, in, in no time at all. It's a, selfing is arising all day, always arising to the chum of the narration. Yes, bite it, becomes that, bite it, loser, bite it, never going to be loved, bite it, you know, and it all gets, it always get, gets spun into time, always. You see it. When you're bummed out, you make through it, but when you're bummed out, it says it's going to be like this forever. Then you're apt to do almost anything. It always fucking infuses it with time, and then it, that's, the, that's it. That's the manufacturing of it. Yeah, and you're the facility that's being used. Nothing right or wrong with it, but maybe you'd like to see it, you know. So, yeah. So if you're interested, we have tons of web, uh, what do we have? Videos, YouTube, Paul Hedeman, tons of repetition. Because I find repetitions helpful. Because you never know when the lazy Susan going to get through, you know? You just keep putting the same mail. Sometimes it gets to the right slot. And then there's a, ah, uh, you know? And then uh, more will be revealed. Yes? Yeah. And then, yeah. Hmm. Yes? So you're sort of saying there's nothing to be done and it's a trap or so that it perpetuates that self-identification when you're doing and seeking. Um, but then are you saying that this process of arising or, or connecting with one's true nature is just grace and it, it just occurs? Or is there a, a field of, of presence or activity or something that, that facilitates that? Or I mean, for me personally, when I'm in this kind of, I can be very tight around ego and self and I can operate in that for days and weeks. And that doesn't feel very conducive, right? To letting that go. And then there can be other states of being or even just practice of this I know you may be down on meditation but that actually seem to be more open and then more facilitative yes for that, that yes right? for the action figure for sure so is there anything wrong with that or are you no, seeing there's nothing wrong with it but just realize that it's the action figure the let's state. take out the let's take out the transcending enlightenment and just look at it as brain body maintenance yeah <laughs> Yeah, You're really. good, isn't it? first of all, the retreats will be less money. Really, who's going to go on a retreat for brain body enlightenment? Fucking, I'm paying five thousand. But you know, but really, really, a lot of spirituality practice is man, you know, maintaining the brain body. I don't see it as spiritual at all. To tell you the truth, I think what our inherent condition is is being itself. There's no need to maintain it. I just really think that categories are misnamed. I do. I think spirituality is just getting better. And that's fine. Nothing right wrong with that. But see, if it wasn't about you, you would travel loose, much looser through it all. Maybe you wouldn't be like in a race to get really better. You know what I mean? Or try to see, you know, try to be the last person up from the meditation pillow. Make sure I heard all the footsteps. And I get up, you, know? you know what I mean? No, who knows? A lot of shit would be dropped and you would do it in a much more casual... And you'll probably be led not to do so much, really. Because the body needs maintenance, but it's not perfection. Yeah? I take care of the body, but I, I don't, I'm not polishing it 14 hours a day. 
You know, I just want to have a quality of life and then I'm off. Yeah, just do things just like that. Uh, that comes much, very easy when you don't see it as you. When you, when, it's see, when you see it as you, it's like seen as the center of the universe. It uh, is. And the thoughts are really, it's like taking sunlight and focusing it on an object. The, the object's just going to get incinerated by it, you know? To be thought about so much is unbelievable. Isn't it? Really? To be, this, can this really hold the responsibility of the center of the universe? Really? It's all about me? It's just way too much for it. You know what I mean? It farts, it does shit like that. You know? No. There's a, one of the great releases is for the body. It really, it really, it's, you know, this is, uh, just as a joke, we'll do this one. Dualism is subject-object, yes? So sometimes there's a feeling of you're the subject, like you're seeing. Sometimes you're being thought about as an object. So, all right. So as the subject, you sign up for a retreat. Two-week, three-week retreat, you know what I mean? Great food, everything like that. And you're thinking, I'm going to get fucking clear and high and everything like that and stuff like that. So you get there. But then the object comes up. And, you, you know, you ever go into the zendo or the meditation hall? The first day, there's a little square cushion and a, and a one cushion. And after about four days, there's like castles of cushions. <laughs> the whole dominant thing is your left cheek. Your whole cheek is like, why the fuck did you come to this retreat? It doesn't want to sit for 13 hours. It, does, it knows it's not going anywhere. <laughs> it's only there for the food and maybe the tantric shit or whatever. You know what I mean? But let's get on with that. 13 hours is like, ay, ay. Oh, come on. it's painful. You know what I mean? So watch out who's side. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta see where the tension is, you know, because the subject may be getting the object into a big fucking pickle. You know what I mean? Aye, aye. Thirteen hours. I used to go to retreats in Thailand. Thirteen hours, seven. Well, you'd, you'd mix it: seven sitting, six walking, and. Uh, and you'd only have like a watered down soup. I lost like 20 pounds in 20 days, and I'm thin. I was there 21 days, I lost a pound a day. 13 hours, I had fucking tons of spiritual experiences. They don't add up to shit. <laughs> tons of it, tons, everything, mandalas, spinning, blah, 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 blah. And But then you take the, you take the tuk-tuk back to town, after about a day, it's all fucking gone. It's back to... This thing is like, you know, like you ever break a, ther a, th a thermometer yeah. and then, and then <laughs> all the mercury just pulls back in. This is like selfing. As long as you are there, selfing is going... Yeah, yeah. So I just found it. I like meditating. I'm not against it, really. I'm, what I'm against is not seeing that it's being claimed to imply the meditator. That's what I... That's the point of sharing here. I went to talks like this, not like this, but much more <laughs> loving gaze type talks and shit. And I didn't hear this emphasized. I didn't hear it emphasized. Yeah? I didn't hear that you're the thief and the policeman. All I heard was, oh, all these things about what we are, not about the activity of what we're not. And I saw the activity of what we're not is actually the topic to be studying. Not the fucking topic of what we are. Because what we're not is going to be claiming to be what we are. Yeah? That's what it does. At the supersonic speed in time. 
So I said, fuck, I'm going to look at that. And then by looking at that, it became obvious I'm not supposed to look at anything else. So we've been sharing the same message now for years. It's not that popular. Because <sighs> there's not much you can make out of it, really. You know what I mean? Really. You're not going to get, there's not levels or hierarchies. It's just, uh, but I'm sticking to it. Because I just don't see, um, yeah. Wouldn't it have been nice to know in those 13 hours of meditation that my mental state was there, claiming it to imply the meditator? I would have liked to have known that. I would have. I didn't know it at the time. I didn't know the, the shadow activity that was eclipsing the sun that I thought I was. I didn't know. I didn't see it. Yeah. I thought it was Paul improving, and Paul could improve to such a point that Paul would transcend as Paul and be there to experience its own absence, which is total fallacy. Not Paul. What? Yeah. It's, there's no thing. So, I, so from my own experiences, when I saw this, I felt, hey, I'm going to treat my, you know, I'm going to share it with people with the hopes that they can see it and maybe save themselves a lot of time and trouble. Yeah? Because, you know, can you imagine if, if you did something your whole life, seemingly, and it was claimed by something else? That all the, all the profit or all the investment that you thought you were putting in was being funneled somewhere else completely? That the imaginary projection was just getting larger and larger through all your effort? Wouldn't you be a little pissed when you found out about that? I think so. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you be pissed that somebody didn't say anything? That someone didn't explain, hey, Paul, I see that you're very sincere. Yeah, that you, you are. You have, you've come from a lot of trauma or whatever. You have a calling. Let me lay out some of the pitfalls of that itself. That highest quality you think you have is going to be used to undermine everything. What? I, what? Really? Yes. Your own interest is going to be used as the biggest obscuring agent. What? And especially, you've made this thing called spirituality so noble, it's going to produce a giant projection. It's going to be the biggest obscuring cloud of all. So your greatest hopes are actually reinforcing that wish you wanted relief from. That's a mind-boggling, rude awakening. And I feel like people have the right to hear it because I see it's not personal. The mental activity doesn't mean it succeeds, but it's going to claim to be the seer and the hearer and feeler. It's not going, you're not going to train it not to do it. You're not. It's, you can beg it. You can, you can give it an understanding. It doesn't fucking care. That's its mo that's what it's action and reaction. Yeah? So you might as well, it's sort of like in recovery, you're not gonna make domesticate the parasite, you know? It's not gonna become your friend or your service dog. It's fucking <laughs> once a life and it's gonna use yours. It does it's not personal. But if 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 yours is open, fucking it's gonna use it. So this to me is the whole point, is to share these things. The great masters shared them. 
They put them out there. There's sometimes it's arcane. You could read a lot of things and never see them, but maybe you were lucky that you ran into it and you notice it. Then you notice it in all the writings, saying it in all these different ways that the biggest obscuring agent is looking for what you are from what you're not. What? Yeah. So that's the whole point. That's why I keep coming. Because I was totally invested in my spirituality and it wasn't coming freely. I didn't, I had no idea that I was living from the shadow, basically, completely. Yeah. So when it hit, I stopped those things without effort because I saw the futility of it all personally. Now, maybe it's your calling. To me, it wasn't. Yeah. I saw the utter futility of my doing. They just saw it. So something had to stop. And so the spiritual pants fell down. I didn't pull them back up. And I just waited for fucking direction, really. And, you know, there was my mental state had a lot of investment in it because I didn't have much to hang my hat on. I wasn't even a good house painter. But I thought I was a pretty good spiritual seeker. You know, I did. So I had an identity in that. And there was an investment there. The mental state had some investment in it. I traveled a lot, retreats, all this shit. Had a nice resume, loving gaze sometimes, you know, my eyes are clear. <laughs> this and that, helping a lot of people. But hey, fucking, see, to me, these are like spiritual shoes. You can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. When you put the shoe on and it informs you that's exactly what you've been doing, it's probably going to uh, solicit or elicit a, a pause. <laughs> that, that engine that's keep idling is going to stop and, it, you know, get redirected. Yeah? And so that's the whole point. It's the whole point of this talk. Yeah? And then, does it, and then people take me wrong and maybe I, I'm not as clear as I can be. I have nothing wrong with meditation. I have... I have I just think all spirituality should be like a cigarette pack, that this could be dangerous to your health, yeah? Because you may not know something's going on that's going on. And what you're doing may be being used to imply a doer that you don't, that's the, you're doing to get out of that doer. And the doing's being turned into reinforcing the doer you want to get out of, yeah? All right, that's it, eh? Thank you. Yes, it's unbelievable, eh? You just stretch it out in three days, now you can make port. Yeah, no. <laughs>